Show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. And here's the part where I'm supposed to say Today is the first good day of the week Doesn't apply today It's an okay day, it's a fine day It's good enough It's Wednesday, the final day of March The eve of the dumbest, gimmicky, I don't want to say holiday because that's not right, but notation on the calendar, but yet still the best month of the year. Snooger Radio, Stone on Air. The flagship is 92.7, also on stoneonair.com. If you want to download the show at any time, you can do so. It's actually... The easiest way to do it. But if you want to be here live with the show and listen every minute of your life, we'll take that as well. March 31st, my name is Brian. <clears throat> he is Keon. And uh, I don't know, I just, I've been overly annoyed. I woke up today at a good time. I had plenty of time to get ready. I got here early. I, uh, I got a decent night's sleep as opposed to the night before. Monday into Tuesday was a disaster trying to get a, get a little rest eye, as they say. And then everything I've looked at and the directions I planned on going and just where my brain has been bouncing around has just annoyed me ever since I uh, basically walked in the door here at the radio station. Um, I'll, I'll get to a couple of those things as the, as the hour goes along. Um, nothing overly important today, which is fine, which is good, I guess, good enough. Like I said, it's a fine, good enough day. That's also the thing. It's actually not when I say fine. Anytime I say that something's fine, I mean that it actually isn't. It's, it's no matter what it is. Oh, that you know our yeah our center fielder. He's fine. He's fine. You know that guy I work with. He's fine. Today I, it's fine. No, fine means it sucks. It means it means I'm just dealing with it. It's not overly bad, but it certainly isn't good. Um, but we'll go from there for uh, for today's show. In the second segment of the show, I'm going to bounce around a topic I thought was real that turns out is not real because of people's ridic- ridiculously simplistic ways of thinking and somehow getting their rocks off on quote-unquote funny things involving the VW thing. So luckily... I wasn't planning on doing that for a whole segment. It was just going to be for a jumping off point and then also fading into a larger portion of the segment, which also could be fake news. The Bonnaroo leak announcement from yesterday wasn't an announcement by them officially. So I went into that knowing for, for completely that could be not accurate. The, the lineup announcement that came from... Uh, the festive owl on Twitter of all places. You're like, of course, you got something from the festive owl, and you think it's official. Well, this is actually a very reputable 
Twitter handle that talks music festivals that I've never seen bad information come from before. So the middle segment might be a bunch of fake news, and we'll just roll with it. And I've got the lineup. I'm going to run through it. Keon, you can tell me the some of the names. I need to make a copy for you. Remind me to do that in the break uh, to tell me what which ones I don't know what they are. Is Bonnaroo happening this year? I don't know. But there's a lot of people out there thinking and saying that it will happen. And does Volkswagen have a new name? Well, spoiler alert, no. But we thought they did for a few hours yesterday. So stupid. It's dumb. So, so stupid. So I'll, I'll hold off on that to the second segment of the show. And in the final segment of the show, <clears throat> I wasn't really exactly sure where I was going to go at that uh, at the point of putting the show together last night. I have so many different angles. as the table's just full of highlights, highlighted pieces of paper I could go with. I think I'm going to do more anecdotal doctor stuff. I talked about going there uh, to get my wellness check, my physical for the year last week. Well, I have more anecdotal stuff that comes from that checkup and more I think worth talking about and something that I I read about last week uh, that involves the UK watching our television programming and our commercials that are so over the top get this drug, get this drug, get this drug. Probably do a lot of that in the third segment of the show. I would maybe even entertain a phone call today. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Maritel Voice and Data Hotline 710-9927. Hold that number for another time if you'd like. And if you want to think about it today, I'll consider it. We'll see how things go. So a couple of things. Keanu, I was listening to you yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, my uh, my crappy car radio that I got put in um, in the last year, the antenna sucks. So I can't get any station in worth a damn in this city in most parts of the city unless it's a 100,000-watt piece of crap like a classic rock station here in town I used to work for that totally sucks, so I'd never turn it on anyway. But I just happened to be on a stretch of 75 on the way to work listening to you talking about the box yesterday. And you talked me that you you changed my mind <clears throat> on the, uh, the opt-out thing. Yeah. I think it was because I was being overly emotional. I wanted to go to that game on April 10th, a week from this Saturday, so bad, I couldn't see straight. I was like, it was like the Super Bowl to me. I had to go to that game. That's my birthday on a Saturday. And yeah, they, it's like a lot of things. <laughs> it's your birthday on a Saturday. It's the first live sporting event you've been to see since all of this hit. Over a year. Yeah. And I was, I was mad when I heard they opted out. And I started saying, what's up with these pansies for better <laughs> lack of a better word that I would say it not playing a game this what kind of dedication do they have I was doing the same thing that you were you were railing against the Twitter trolls about how people were were, were being very negative about the the reasonings for for the opt-out and you know at the end of the day I don't I don't care a thing about whether they play the game or not but my initial overreaction emotional overreaction was Damn it, man! This is wrong. What are you doing? But it was all—it was totally selfish. Yeah, I, mean, I wanted to have a good day. Yeah, I, I think that that's a—that's a strong reaction that a lot of people had. I mean, even uh, the game against Mercer, where they didn't really play any of their starters, uh, a lot of people were—you know—were up in arms about that too. Where you—you you go, well, if you're not even going to put the starters out, why are we here? See, I what? didn't even know that. Like that—I mean, again, this is all about me. 
My yeah. anger was all about me. <laughs> it wasn't about. It was a very selfish anger. It was terribly selfish. It wasn't about. But I, at first, I thought about, I might do a segment on this. What's up with these these, 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 these kids in this program? What's the matter with them? And I, and I am a Mox fan. I am. Um, it's, it's kind of, I don't know what the right word is. Just interesting to say. It's the first time in my life I've purchased Mox, Mox athletic tickets. I've worked for the Mox Radio Network for a long time. I've had countless friends and colleagues in the in the in the program that could just get me tickets. I never have paid for tickets. It was almost like I won't pay for tickets. Until now, I jumped out of my shoes to pay for tickets. And as soon as I do, you know, y'all aren't gonna play. And I was just so damn mad. But um they were having I mean what was the specifics just quickly. They I mean, I know all the the typical stuff of just the awkward season. You're going to play again in the fall. Yeah, injuries. You, you have uh, some graduating who are graduating. Yeah, that the, the their toughest part of their course load is always in the spring. So now they're doing that and they're doing football, and it's it's a lot. And then of course, Rusty was just always worried that someone was going to get hurt. Rusty, right? Yeah, um, and that they weren't going to be able to play in the fall. Whoever it was that wound up getting injured. So once there was a player who got a lower extremity injury, it was just kind of a, a no-brainer for him to go, you know what, if one person can get hurt in this game, who knows who else could wind up getting injured. And I think there was only two left. It's not like they canceled like six or seven games. There was just a couple of games left. Only one home game left, and that was the 10th. Yeah, I think it was a six-game season for so, spring, So, and they'd already played three. Bummed as I could be, and but I, li- I listened to your segment yesterday, and I was like, okay, Keon's right. I don't need to be a jerk about this because it wasn't. It wasn't about the kids. It wasn't about this program. It wasn't about FCS football. It was only about me and the fun that <laughs> I was hoping to have on that day. I have people coming in from out of town to go, not because we were going to lose our minds at a football game, but I was just like, man, why can't I have anything not be canceled? Everything I do <laughs> is canceled, whether it's cancel culture or events. But. Uh, Anyway, it makes sense to me now, and uh, I'm glad that you talked me off the ledge before I even started to put together a segment that I would have regretted, kind of like the Volkswagen segment that's coming up next. But that's not your, that was not your fault at all. (laughs) Just, man. Yeah, we'll go down that road here in the second segment. Let's get a couple of these, uh, three of these pieces of audio out of the way here in the tail end of the open here on Stone on Air on the flagship 92.7 and stoneonair.com. The first one is silly. The next two are not as much. Calling it the realest thing. This is what award shows sound like to people 35 and over, or at least just old people anyway. It's the 2021 What Pop Culture Sounds Like to People Over 35 Awards with live performances by musician you've never heard of, singer whose name you've been scared to pronounce, rapper you think you saw in a soft drink commercial, band whose name you thought was a guy, and guy whose name you thought was a band. And at long last, the reunion of a group you were using as a reference for a band that just came out with special appearances by actor whose name sounds confusing on purpose, an actress who might be the younger sister of someone you saw in something, hosted by TV personality you don't like since he just kind of showed up in everything one day, brought to you by the sequel to a movie that was apparently a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, so that's... uh. Be like a 35-plus-year-old. What is all this stuff? Getting old is, well, sometimes it's rewarding, but sometimes it's a little lame. These are two of the virtually the exact same things. 
She's becoming the biggest political actor in the entertainment political industry. It's Marge Tyler, or is it Taylor? I think it's Taylor. Mar- uh, Marjorie Tyler, Taylor Green, and uh, having to prove whether you got a, a vaccination to do anything. They want you to be required to have something called a COVID passport. And this, this would mandate your ability to be able to travel, your ability to be able to go to events, your ability to be able to buy and sell. And I asked the question earlier today, is this something like Biden's mark of the beast? Because that is really disturbing and um, not good. Oh, if you're going to come into the football game or the baseball game or the concert, you need your vaccine passport because we're trying to do a good job to keep everyone safe. This is what the Biden administration is trying to talk to these private companies into doing. Well, let's analyze that. You see, it's still the same thing. It's still fascism or communism, whatever you want to call it, but it's in it's coming from private companies. Oh, so I have geez. a term for that. I call it corporate communism. Oh yeah, yeah, corporate communism. We're not even getting to the last uh the last piece, Kim. We'll just ride this out for the last minute and a half. Because it's uh the governor of Florida, DeSantis, is that his name? Basically saying the same thing. The some of these people, and I don't know about the governor of Florida, but she rivals her uh high school dropout GED colleague from Colorado, Lauren Bart Breitbart, whatever her name is. Um that don't actually know what these words mean. Communism and fascism. And then makes up this corporate communis- communism. I, the, the free market, the capitalistic, starved world that we're in here in America, if somebody wanted to be a corporate communist, all that is is the free market. And whether that would, would float or not, the market would dictate. And this isn't about going to public places if the nfl team or the major league baseball team or the concert or the festival wants to say you you, these are the mandates to attend our our event that's not communism or fascism it's just not even kind of i have the the, the definitions exactly pulled up it would take me too long to even read you got a phone look it up if you forget what communism and fascism means clearly marge tyler or uh taylor green doesn't even know what it means and the dummies that are her constituents lap this stuff up. I'm telling you, there's fake dyed blonde-haired Marge Taylors all over North Georgia, and they're spreading, and it's a disease. This is New Radio 92.7. April Fool's is dumb. Fake news is dumb. And what's the Bonnaroo lineup? I don't know. It might be fake, too. Me and Keon will talk about it next. Volkswagen's American division is reportedly changing its name. It will now go by Volkswagen. The company is switching the K to a T for Volt. It's an apparent nod toward the company's investment in electric. A source close to VW telling USA Today... This is not a marketing ploy or a joke. All right, let's dig into VW's goal to become the world's biggest electric car maker. It's really the, the size of investment from Volkswagen that blows me away. They're investing $30 billion in their own software, building the brain of the car, as Herbert D said. They made a one battery order for 14 billion dollars. I mean, they're throwing tens and tens of billions of dollars at the EV issue. They want to make 50 electric vehicles by 2030. They want to dominate this space. 
Well, portions of that are true. This is My Morning Jacket, my favorite My Morning Jacket song. Looks like they will be at Bonnaroo 2021. If there is the Bonnaroo, they are next to Widespread Panic, probably the most played band at the festival in the la- in the 20 years of the fest. More on that as we get into it here. <clears throat> Could be fake news, too, for all I know. My name is Brian. He is Keon. Nothing overly important today. Was going to spend a few minutes on what I thought was a pretty interesting story. I actually thought was a really cool idea, which turns out to be a dumb, dumb, stupid, idiotic, asinine April Fool's joke, even though that's tomorrow, which if you want to do today's Wednesday, don't call it hump day because that makes you stupid. Don't do a, a, a April Fool's joke on somebody because that makes you stupid, too. It's just dumb. We're too busy, Keon. We're too damn busy in life to be messing with this kind of foolishness. This this actually goes back to you slash Jim Rome and the take on Halloween. (laughs) But there's a certain age, like 16. You've got to stop this. Be done. Don't pinch me on St. Patrick's Day if I'm not wearing green. I will fight you. And don't prank me on April Fool's because like I have stuff to do. There is too much going on in an adult person's life to be messing around with April Fool's jokes. And I guess because us adults have things to do and we forget that it's almost April 1st. And April is my favorite month. This is my favorite time of year. I'm on alert. Like, I can't wait. Watching basketball last night. I'm going to go to the Nashville this weekend and hang out with my brother to watch the Final Four and Braves uh, at, at Philadelphia this weekend. Like, I'm I'm on the radar. I know what's going on. I know next week is this and next week is that. And the mocks are supposed to be on the 10th and the VW show. Bugga Blues. But because I'm an adult who's got important things to do that is trying to meet, you know, deadlines and 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 time frames that, that are important, oh, I just happen to forget that April 1st, some numbnuts decide to have what they think is fun. And it's not fun. It's not funny. It's embarrassingly stupid. Stop doing it. 99% of April Fool's jokes. Where's the punchline? It's... I, I so, fail to, to understand it. So a couple pieces here now. So like I have a whole segment here. And this is nothing, uh, the annoyance I had when I got here. I, I don't just lightly do this, this gig. I don't just come in here and just make stuff up as I go. I spend a lot of time, and I'm not asking you to be like, you know, say, oh, Brian, good for you. I'm not asking for attaboys or patterns on the back. That's just what I do. I, and I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm happy with it. I enjoy it. It's, I do it because I want to. But when I spend an hour and a half, two hours on something that's completely made up and fake, and I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character or judge of, of, of uh, the information that I have in front of me, I, I not only feel a little foolish, it just pisses me off. And this, I, well, it should piss you off more than, than make you feel foolish just because you, you checked and it was, it was actually coming from Volkswagen. Like the joke. Is coming from the company. And then the news organizations, the first clip you had there was officially from Fox Atlanta or something. And then the other information coming on the on the on the front end of the of the, the rejoin there was all that's true. That came from Bloomberg. That was just yes, they're investing crazy amounts of money. They want to be Volkswagen wants to be the, the leader of the electric car. This is all this is a cool story to me, especially now how much I know about 
the Volkswagen Campus, now that I've seen it with my own eyes, I know it's been here a decade, but or almost a decade, but I had never seen it with my own eyes until the last couple of months. And so I'm seeing this changing the name, the American division. This is all so believable. Not the global division of Volkswagen, the American division to Volkswagen because of the emphasis on the electric car. That's cool. That's a cool story to me. And it, and it does sound real. Like, that's the problem. It, well, and then Volkswagen doubled down and, and played along with the dumb joke, which is not even April Fool's Day yet. So it got out. The, the joke leaked. It's what, it's what it appears. You right. had to change the Volkswagen name from V-O-L-K to V-O-L-T. So it only barely, the enunciation barely changes. I just, I don't know. I, as soon as I saw that, I thought, what a cool idea for the next 10, 15, 20. No, people say VW most of the time. Most people don't even say Volkswagen. They say VW. Right. And that's their their brand is iconic because of those two letters, VW. The, the it's, 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 it's like the peace sign. It's like the, the Mercedes sign. It's like so many other things that we're just so used to, the VW sign. So it doesn't change that branding. But it doesn't, I mean, I'm spending too much. I'm now six and a half minutes on something that's not even real. Well, yeah, I think because that's the story now. The story now is how, A, April Fool's Day sucks because it does. And it's not even here yet. And and, and B, yeah, it's not here. Like, that's that's the major problem. Those are the two major issues with this entire story, which is if you get caught, if your story leaks, if your little joke is is out there, you don't get to double down on March the 31st. Or you do. <laughs> well, well, apparently you can. <laughs> I'm saying you shouldn't. Yeah, it's one of those. You can't do that. Well, no, you can. You just shouldn't do that. So anyway, there's that. And then uh, what's more important to me, which also might not even be real either. So that that's more irritating to me was I'm going into a segment that are two things that are potentially conjecture. They're not even, it might not even be real, which I don't like to spend a lot of time on things that I don't think are actually factual because that's just, that's just rumor. That's just gossip. That's just gossip mill. That's rumor conversation. I mean, a little of that is fine, but to spend 15 minutes on it is pretty foolish. So Bonnaroo yesterday, not Bonnaroo themselves, a uh, a Twitter handle called the Festive Owl. They have 20, 30,000, maybe it's even more than that. I don't know. Lots of followers, and they're very well known on Twitter for breaking festival news. And it's 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 reputable only to the point that I've been following it long enough that I I trust it. But it doesn't have a verified blue check, right? Like it's not a news distribution uh, entity. So I'm not going to use it as a source. I'm not going to go out there and say, hey, I know something now because I don't. This is still a rumor gossip. But they uh, they released a, a a poster for the for the festival lineup in September, which we're still all wondering, is this going to happen? Is there going to be Bonnaroo? And it, I have not found a single person to re- refute it yet. And I don't know crazy amounts of people in the industry, but I know enough to where I could have found somebody who said, hold your horses, I don't know about this. I haven't found one person to say that. And the one that made me more confident to talk about this on the air and online was the uh, the 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 festival lineup has the you know the by day Thursday through Sunday and at the bottom it has its uh, sponsors on there 
and I know that a couple of these have been sponsors in the past, but Corona is on here as the beer sponsor. Well, I have an inside track on the beer industry, where my day job is, and Miller has been, Miller Lite was the distri- the the, uh, the sponsor for many, many years, and then they dropped off a year and a half ago, and for the last, for 2019, PBR, Pat's Blue Ribbon, which is also a brand that that is under the Miller uh, umbrella that we carry at my day job, and so I've had a little bit of an inside track on who the beer sponsorship would be. So I started making phone calls yesterday because I had not heard word one about Corona being a beer sponsor for Bonnaroo 2021. I called the person who would know. He told me, yes, Corona is the beer sponsor this year. I know that's not the most ironclad evidence, but it was enough for me to say, okay, it looks like this thing might be real. Are we going to have 80,000 people on the on the farm in Manchester in um, in September, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to believe. Just because right now, especially after all the duped I've been in the last day and a half, it's hard to imagine or believe anything these days. But it looks like this is an official lineup. It's mostly the same as the year before. Run through a few of these days. I mean, it's my thing. I'm excited about this. Anything you see when I go day by day, Keon, that I don't know what it is, let me know. Uh, on Thursday, it's usually the up-and-coming day. A lot of new bands, um, new performers that a lot of people haven't heard of. Big Something has played here in town before. Larkin Poe played at Riverbend a couple of years ago. Devin Gaffillian, we had him in at the old radio station that I used to work at, uh, the one that I that I don't hate and I won't uh, talk junk about. The music station I was let go actually a year ago today. That's right. I forgot my note. That was the 31st, a COVID cut at Alt 98.7. But Devin Gaffillian... Friday, anything you see there on Thursday? Probably not. I mean, yeah, no, you already covered Larkin Poe. They're, they're the only other one that I really, uh, that stands out to me. On there. Friday, Foo Fighters, uh, obviously, is, is if you know me at all, no, I love that band. Run the Jewels. They're great. I know who they are, and I know what they are, but I don't know them well. Janelle Monet, I know her name. Yeah, she's, she's like a, a alternative R&B. She's in that category. Glass animals were fantastic. Deftones go back to my high school days. That was interesting to see. Kind of loud, uh, harder rock and roll. Grace Potter. Grace Port. Grace Potter. Jesus. Uh, Primus. Nelly. Nelly. That's a throw- Nelly sighting. Yeah, that's a throwback. I think they. I think Nelly was on the 2020 original lineup. Disco biscuits are uh, straight up jam band stuff. Dashboard Confessional. I know a lot of tortured youth that love that band. Marcus King Band, familiar with, and outside of that, nothing more on Friday that I recognize. I uh, I also recognize uh, AT Aliens. AT Aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not not. Are they from Atlanta? I would guess. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not just a clever name. They're, they're it's it's rap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saturday, Lizzo maintains that headline spot. The first female headliner at Bonnaroo is certainly something to be excited about. Tame Impala, My Morning Jacket. These are all at my alley. Jason Isbell and 400 Unit. C-Easy? Who's that? That's G-Easy. He's a rapper. G-Easy. Yeah. Incubus is a from my youth I love. And then there is nothing else Saturday I recognize. What do you see there that jumps off? Uh, King Gizzard and the, and the Lizard Wizard. Weird, but good. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I can't even explain it. I'm not, I'm not going to try. Uh, Sylvan Esso is also... Really good sort of indie, tronica pop band thing, and then uh, JID is also a rapper. Okay, it's uh, the 
Stone on Air show, looking at things that might be fake for an entire segment. Keon and me, Brian, the flagship, 92.7. Got about two minutes left to go here. So we've we've covered Saturday, which for me doesn't do much except for the top. Sunday's got plenty. Tell me about Tyler, the creator. I know that he's, I mean, I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about him. Yeah, he's he's a rapper uh, out of out of New York. He was with that like very controversial like Odd Future rap group, and then uh, his all his solo stuff has just gotten to be more and more artistic over time. He, it's really good. I again, I know the name, and I know it's a big name, but this is kind of like the same thing for me. For several years ago on Sunday, the weekend headlined three yeah. or four years ago, and I was like, "The hell is this guy? I, <clears throat> Biggest star in the world now." I think his his album Igor was uh, nominated. At the Grammys a couple years ago. Okay. Lana Del Rey is great. Dead Mouse, um, you know, they, they what they do, they're pretty popular. I'm not big into MD or EDM stuff, but that's what they do. Leon Bridges is fantastic. Young the Giant will be a can't miss for me on a Sunday. Brittany Howard, she's from, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on that? Alabama Shakes. And, you know, she's fine, whatever. Floggy Molly, I've, I'm familiar with. Green Sky Bluegrass is fun. The Struts, I'm familiar with. Camp with two A's, I'm familiar with. Colony House, plenty of stuff on that Sunday. But, hell, I don't know. Maybe none of it's real. It, it's April Fool's Day, right? Volkswagen's changing their name. No, they're not. Bonnaroo's got to line up out. No, no, they don't. Maybe they don't. Seriously, stop it. Stop it with the... April Fool's jokes. And, and the stupid thing is you should never have been caught up in any of this because your show doesn't actually feature an a- on an April uh, April Fool's Day. It's, yeah, it's March 31st. You, you should never have been caught up in any of this. It's nonsense. It's just it's just annoying. It's just it's just annoying. We're all too busy to have to deal with this kind of nonsense. Stone on Air on the flagship 92.7 and stoneonair.com. Hey, exactly. We'll wrap the show next. Radio 92.7. Hi, I brought wings that I made in my air fryer. <laughs> it's good, right? I actually made it in my air fryer. You have to get one. I swear by it. I'm sorry. Could you could you pass the fries that were made in the air fryer? No, yeah, those ones. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm trying to stay healthy. Oh, you're making that in the oven? Oh, sorry, one sec. Hi, mom. Uh, could you please pick me up? Someone's using an oven when they could be using an air fryer. Thank you. Just something silly I found on TikTok. Millennials be like air fryers or everything. Talked about that on Monday a little bit. They're not wrong, though. <laughs> they are not wrong. Made some broccoli parmesan roasted whatever in that thing yesterday. It took like five minutes. Crazy. I know it's been around. Not that new, but I'm slow to come around to things. Especially when I'm being lied to, like Volkswagen's changing their name. Hell, maybe even that Bonnaroo's got a lineup. Might all be fake. What's real in this world? What can I count on? What can I have faith in anymore? I don't know. National Enquirer was was uh, incorporated and first published in 1929. Or 1926. 1920-something. So fake, fake information has been given out to us on a regular well, since the beginning of time, it just took the last president to coin the fake news thing. And so now we just call everything fake. But he's not. He wasn't wrong. Yeah, he wasn't I, wrong. It, clearly, if there's anything you want to you know, hate on Don Trump for. 
calling out how much fake stuff there is out there he wasn't wrong on. Now, he called things fake that were actually not fake, but kind of brought a new, I don't know, consciousness to to uh, to a lot of us out there, and even though most of us realize most everything you need to question every single day of your life. Uh, that was Incubus coming back. Uh, they're going to be at Bonnaroo, according to this leak from uh, Twitter. Seen them one time. It was about 20 years ago, and I don't remember it that well. So that's uh, very cool, and hopefully it happens. It's it's hard to imagine. It's very It's very difficult to imagine because of the reality that we've now been in for a year. That there's going to be 80,000 people in Manchester, almost exactly halfway between here and Nashville, Chattanooga and Nashville, 80,000 people on that 700-acre property in September. That seems very difficult to believe is actually going to happen. It does because of just how close it seems. And September will be here in five seconds. April is tomorrow. Stupid April Fool's Day. Don't participate in the dumb jokes. But we'll be a quarter of the way through the month of the year you know, into this month. So it'll be June, five seconds after that, and then it'll be August, 10 minutes after that, and then it'll be, that, and that's that's Labor Day weekend. It just seems impossible to imagine that that's going to happen. But uh, what I've heard out of Atlanta, and I follow Atlanta media pretty closely, is that, and I don't know, you know, I don't know who this is attributed to. I don't know who said it. But the Braves' idea right now, going forward, is they're starting off, season starts, their home opener is next Friday. The season opener is tomorrow. But the home opener is next Friday. They're starting at 30% capacity. And for Major League Baseball in the middle of the season, on a Tuesday, all they usually get is 30% capacity. So we'll see how that unfolds. Their idea is to change... Or to reevaluate, not month to month, not week to week, but series homestand and series to series, with the goal of being at a hundred percent capacity by the All Star Game in July, which the All Star Game is in Atlanta this year. And when they announced that two three years ago, I was, I was jumping out of my shoes. I don't care about the All Star Game itself. I want to go to Home Run Derby. I want to go to the Battery during. Just during that weekend, the, uh, the 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 area around the stadium they call the uh, the the battery in in north North Atlanta Marietta really Kennesaw almost Kennesaw Cobb County anyway. So once you know once we see that let's say that comes to that comes true let's say that happens let's say the the, the Atlanta Braves end up having a full capacity for their July All Star game. Well, once that new normal becomes into place. That'll change what I think about September. So it is a very much follow the leader. Will you have to prove or show some kind of documentation that you've been vaccinated? I've gone back and forth with many people on this, some in this building, some outside this building, about whether that's okay or not, whether it's ethical or not. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I don't have a problem with it at all. I get why people would. But I promise you, once the thing you want to do says that you have to prove this, you'll do it. Whether you'll do it begrudgingly or not, or whether you'll be mad as hell about it, I don't know about that, but you'll still do it. You will, because you're selfish, just like me. 
You want to do what you want to do. And we can have this grandstanding, here's what I think, I this is my ideological uh, uh, perch I'm sitting on over here, and I'll yell out over it and make sure everybody hears me loud and proud roaring. Until it comes down to when you want to do something that you're told you can't do, which Marge Tyler or uh, Taylor, Marge Green says is corporate communism, which is any corporation, any business, any any entity for for profit industry is allowed because of this wonderful capitalistic free market that we all said we love. Right. This is is what we do. You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. You can require proof of vaccination to be admitted into your business, and that's not corporate communism. Stop. Stop it, stop it, stop it. And I'm now getting to the point where I'm older than some of these congressmen and women, and I'm just like, you don't even know what these words mean. It it doesn't seem like it, no. You don't even know what fascism is. They're just buzzwords they're trigger words socialism you don't even know what that means you don't know what it is you've just been taught to hate those words and so you in you incorporate them into your propaganda speech and then the constituents that are dumber than you because i am i am I, 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 i regularly say this and i mean it our elected officials are not really dumb their constituents are they play they pander and they play to their audience and their constituents. These people aren't dumb. Some of them might be. I mean, Lauren Bobert, Baybert, whatever the hell her name is out in Colorado, you know, she's a high school dropout, but you know, so am I. What, what, what am I going to say there? Right? Doesn't mean you're dumb because you don't have a certain level of education, but it, it's the chances are better that you are. And so just throwing around these words. If a, if a private company wants to say you have to prove that you've been vaccinated to come into my company, that's the free market. That is what capitalism is all about. Telling them they can't do that or they have to do that or they have to be, somebody has to dictate what they do. That's the communist or that's more, that's the fascist kind of approach to dictating somebody else's entity, business or idea. Telling them they have to do something is what you're trying to say you don't want. I'm now I'm, I'm confusing myself. <laughs> now I'm confusing myself. Yeah, because it, it the original statement that she made was so nonsensical. You kind of have to, when you're trying to separate the terms that she's tangled up like the wires behind your TV, it's yeah. just it's hard to, <laughs> to figure it's out an, what goes where. It's an exercise in trying to you know understand what is actual reality. Now, we didn't play, uh, I had the governor from Florida, DeSantis, whatever his name is, he was saying the same thing, and he tripped up, and he was like, oh, if you go to a football game, if the football team, if the program, if the, if the NFL team or whoever it is is throwing an event and they want to say you have to do this to attend our event, there's nothing fascist or communist about that. Right, which but, is like they're doing it for the draft. They're going to let some people in who've been vaccinated, but you got to be able to prove you've been vaccinated. There's nothing wrong with that you don't have to like it but there's nothing wrong with it now if we'll just we'll, we'll throw florida out the window because i don't care about florida let's just say um and we'll say we'll use because we don't know who the next mayor is jim coppinger 
mayor of uh, of Hamlet County, who is who has extended the mask mandate here in the county until April twenty eighth, and then arbitrarily he's now saying that that's going to be it. It'll be over after that. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Y'all go discuss that in the corner. I don't really care. But if he were to say, okay, you can't go to give me a park, uh, Harrison Bay. Uh, out, out there for the camp and park area out there towards Hickson. Or we'll use downtown Ross's Landing. You can't go to Ross's Landing without mandates of... of okay, that's government getting into public spaces and telling you what you... I'll, I'll listen to that argument. I don't know. I don't care about it enough to do it for very long, but I'll listen to that argument. If, there's, if government is getting involved and in saying you can't do these things without a vaccination, I don't care... But I will listen to your argument, and I'll probably agree with you, even though I don't really care. But when you stop and tell me about how private business can't or can do something, that's when you're contradicting yourself so badly, I can't even listen to you. But unfortunately, all the wannabe fake dye blondes with the black roots uh, shining through most of the time uh, that are just infiltrated throughout North Georgia and lots of uh, here in, in Tennessee as well. Marge Taylor, Tyler Green, wannabes. I can't listen to it. Get out of here with that mess. Get out of here with that nonsense. If a private business wants to do that, there's no reason why you should tell them that they can't, other than you contradicting the exact point you're trying to make. I know you're not that dumb. You think we are that dumb. That's the problem. We are that dumb that's the problem we are that stupid which sucks so dumb we fall for april fool's jokes don't do it that's even more dumb stop doing april fool's jokes i won't be here tomorrow i'll be here on friday i better not hear of any april any more april fool's jokes and this louie thing with the lookouts i bet that's an april fool's joke too stop it enough i'm out of here Thank you, Keon. He'll hang out with you for the next hour. I'm off to my real life. See you later. Bye. We don't just beg for fringe opinions or radicals. We hire them as hosts and put them behind the mic.